Hello and welcome to the first edition of a brand new podcast that we like to call The Four Podmen. This show will be brought to you once every month by the mighty Carl King Woe, the shopkeeper Noel Hogan, myself Ian the Dynamo Kelly and a mystery guest. The concept of this show will be based around a particular person, period, event or moment in wrestling history that will ultimately be decided by you, the listener. Each month, we'll have a number of topics that you can choose from, and whatever one gets the most votes will then be the talking point for the next show. This is going to be a very interactive show for our listeners, and you can find us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. And why not join our mailing list and follow us on YouTube, where we will very, very soon have a uh, uh, basically a live watch-along, uh, so to speak, and you can watch our shows there as well. So, first of all, go right now, join our mailing list, at the four podmen at gmail.com, which is the number four podmen at gmail.com. So that brings us to today's show where we'll be talking about the immortal Hulk Hogan, heel or babyface. So here we are live in Wrestling Mania, sponsors of Dynamo's Dozen, as you've heard me chime on about them before, with, uh, with two of my good friends, Carl Kingwall and Noel Hogan. Yep. Lads. Uh, first Absolutely. episode of the show. Yeah. Uh, looking forward to this. This is going to be the home of the podcast uh, every month here in the wrestling shop. Thank you, kind sir. St. Stephen's no Green. You're welcome. Um, you ever want to just drop in, buy something, check out the place? We it's do like recommend a, 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 a beautiful menagerie of wrestling gear. It's amazing. Yeah, I feel like it's like comic book men for wrestling almost. Do you remember? <laughs> yeah. You ever see that show? Yeah. Comic book men, wrestling Kevin book Smith. Man. Yeah, like it's great. <laughs> But um, obviously, for yeah, yeah, and Absolutely. obviously we're gonna have YouTube. Uh, we're gonna be on YouTube soon enough, obviously down the line. But I guess just a quick one there, lads. We, we did kind of mention at the top. This is gonna be a very interactive show. Obviously, the fans are gonna have a huge say in this. Obviously, for Absolutely. the first show, mm. we've we've chosen the subject of Hulk Hogan. He I think everyone babies. can have a, has an opinion on Hulk Hogan anyway. Yeah, so, I mean, one way or another. So I mean, that that's gonna be cool. And obviously, every month then we will have to go with whatever uh, whatever the fans choose. It's gonna be like Taboo Tuesday, but better. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, um, they're the boss, yeah. basically. So I suppose we're speaking about Hulk Hogan. You're talking about probably the most, probably the, the biggest, you know, star in the history of wrestling. At least one of them. Um, just to kind of give so. a bit of a rundown on the history. You know, most people do know about Hogan, but for those that don't, it's always good to have a little refresher. Started over in Florida with Mike Graham. Sent to a Japanese hero, Matsuda. Broke his leg on the first day of training on purpose. <laughs> out for 10 weeks, basically returned six months later, um, which was kind of, I guess, the test back in those days. Mm. They broke your leg to see if you were made of made of the right stuff. Um, just looking at some of his promotions, worked for first promotion, uh, CWF in Florida, like we said, for Eddie Graham. Mm. Um, then with Jerry Jarrett up in uh, CWA. Then his first interaction with the McMahons, the WWWF, Vince Sr., uh, I know Hogan's obviously spoke of how fond he was of him, but yeah, obviously that yeah. relationship broke up because he went and done uh, played Thunderlips with uh, in the Rocky movie. Yeah. Um, then obviously on on the back of that, you know he was obviously bound to get signed by someone. AWA Vern Gagne gets him on, um, works with New Japan for a little bit there. Fucks off on Vern Gagne because Vern Gagne was basically making money off shirts that Hogan invented mm. um, while he was over in Japan. Didn't give him a kickback. Didn't like that, did he? No. Gets the call from Vince Jr. Never likes it. Never likes it. Would you? <laughs> Gets the call from Vince Jr. Goes over to WWF, becomes a megastar, which we'll get on to. 
leaves Vince, makes Thunder in Paradise, signs for WCW. Linda basically screws him, and then he goes and signs for Impact. Um, that's pretty much Hogan's career with promotions in a nutshell. Yeah. But I guess the the fun part would be to get on to the real story, Hulkamania. Um, 1984 obviously wins the title from Sheiky Baby Sheiky Baby <laughs> fuck you fuck you Hogan he was Hogan, offered what a uh, hundred grand to break his leg <laughs> Sheik shows that he's a professional professional and uh, turns it down gets himself a nice little payday for that from Vinnie Mac and uh, Hulkamania's off and running I guess we start for you guys uh, I mean you guys are a little bit older than me so you would have my, my first experience with Hogan obviously would have been say 88 because I was about four years old then. That's when I kind of mm. really saw him. So my first WrestleMania was five. So that would have been the Mega Powers Collide. That's the one I can really that remember. Five? Yeah, yeah, that was well, five. Man. For you guys, you were there for the birth of it, pretty much. Pretty much, yeah. So My earliest memory would have been WrestleMania 1. 1? Yeah, the I first one? The first one, yeah. Okay, rock and wrestling, yeah. full effect. Yeah. And yeah. how did you watch that? Was that like, did, how did you just get pay-per-view over there? That would have been, there was no pay-per-view. It was on the old, you had the old cabling TV. It yeah. kicked in at that time and they had sort of like Screen Sport and Sky That's One right, and stuff yeah, like Sky, that. So yeah. on, on Sky, they always had WWF. WWE. There was no pay per view back then. There was no pay per view back then. They they ran all the they ran they showed the big um, things like WrestleMania and stuff like that. And all I don't know about you. We used to record shows. them. Yeah, yeah. Before and then watch watch them when I came home from school. Ah, lovely. Yeah, yeah. I've had a shitload of them. We're, to, we're actually pointing that right now at a load of um blank VHS. Oh, blank VHS. <laughs> in my in my yeah. kind of later days, what yeah. I used to do was in the magazines, I used to cut out the. The pictures and yeah. make a, a sleeve oh, for the VHS, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. yeah I, I sometimes watch them back now to see the old oh, yeah. ads because the old ads, yeah, the old ads, yeah. The old ads, yeah. That's yeah. actually, yeah, yeah. Shit, yeah. yes. Yeah, but my earliest memory, like, mm. we used to get the we used to get the um, the magazine and you'd cut out the mailing list to join the mailing list, yeah. And you'd have to send the mailing list off in a stamped address envelope, yeah, and all yeah. This kind of to thing. Titan <laughs> Towers. To, that, that was to get the catalogue, yeah, yeah. When you got the catalogue, my first recollection, ordering my first Hulkamania shirt, and all it was the yellow one, yes. with the holes in the yeah, back, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, 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 it was Hulkamania, Hulkamania. and I always remember like it took like six months for the t-shirt to arrive I thought I was Jesus. never getting it it was like the holy grail and then yeah. you, got it, you got it you were so cool and you were going through that time in school as well where people all weren't wrestling fans and stuff like that but of course everyone knew who Hulk Hogan was yeah yeah but, yeah uh, yeah it was kind of a, a nice little sort of close knit group that were into wrestling you know what about you Carl I think the first one I remember of him was WrestleMania 3 well, that was with Bundy wasn't it no was that not with the cage match with Three was uh, Andre. Two was with Bundy two, and the two, Sorry, two. Yeah, yeah three was Andre. Yeah, yeah. That was the multiple was... locations one. Number yeah, two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. the first one I yeah. remember. And uh, like that, I mean, I never really. Ha- it's so funny. I never for ages. I never really had like a really favorite wrestler. Oh. I just liked. I kind of like good guys and bad guys. You know. Yeah, I mean? yeah, yeah. But I never really, I never really gravitated towards Hulk Hogan as a, yeah. as a yeah. guy. You know what I mean? But. His importance can't be understated at all, yeah. like you know. Yeah. So but like, we were at that time where it was impressionable, where like you you really did you believed everything that was in front of you, and you mm. believed the business for what it did, what it was, it was innocent, yeah, yeah, and and like you cheered for the good guys and you booed the bad guys, yeah, yeah, and it and it was so innocent and stuff like that. So it was larger than life, and then I remember like the, like so different than today now like you'd see Hogan maybe every three months yeah and like he'd, he'd cut a promo for lead into a SummerSlam mm. or a Wrestlemania or yeah. something like that and like that's when you get the same like 
as opposed to the day where all the superstars were on every week. Yeah, so, yeah, you know yeah. I mean? and, and that's kind of what that's kind of brings you into that kind of less is more thing. Hogan was like, yeah. you know, but he that's was. What they, yeah, like I mean, and, yeah. and I suppose even sorry to cross in, but I whether I like him or not, that's what they do with Brock Lesnar now as well, isn't it? Yeah. Less is more. Yeah. But I, I, yeah, uh, I, I was more in terms of the faces. I was more into actually <laughs> Jim Duggan. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah. I yeah. saw him as more of a. You know, yeah, good guy, good yeah, guy. yeah, yeah. But I always remember, like, on um, Superstars or Wrestling Challenge, or wherever it is, they go to Sean Mooney and he'd make an announcement in the sort of studio, or me and Jane, mm. or Lord Alfred Hayes, oh, saying yeah. that Hulk Hogan would be giving an interview live on next week's show. And mm. God, you'd never miss it. Oh, you'd yeah, never yeah, miss yeah. It, you know, because I was always the same about Savage and Steamboat and all these guys and British Bulldogs. And yeah, like, I loved all those guys. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah. They're yeah. really cool. And that's why, like, I like I hated the Heart Foundation because <laughs> they were bad at the time. Yeah, yeah because yeah. I and because I was so engrossed in it, I was sure that these guys were good guys and bad guys. And, oh yeah, and, yeah. and never they met and all and stuff like that and all. And but wasn't it great? Oh, I wish that. I was back there again. Yeah, yeah, yeah because <laughs> I didn't believe they would yeah. wear street clothes. Like I was like, oh no, the demolition yeah. would definitely walk around in, the, in, in their the gear. Like you I would said that we're talking about Hogan now, and he never wore street clothes. If you look at his dress sense. very true. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It was it was great. To be yeah. able to enjoy and invest in it, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, it was absolutely. a great time, yeah. 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 Like now it's it's totally different. We all yeah. know it's totally different. Well, just even, like, even WrestleMania too, I just remember him and Bundy and the cage. And, uh, and the, the blue blood, cage. And the blood and all. Yeah. And like we'd never seen anything yeah. like no. it. Like it was just amazing. It's like, funny, yeah, because like my earliest memories, my first memory of wrestling was obviously World of Sport. And That's that was because my granny used to watch it. So yeah. like that'd be on every Saturday afternoon yeah. and Sunday afternoon, yeah, I believe. Yeah, Saturdays, yeah. So I would see, I would see that. I would see the matches, but yeah. like there was no one that actually stood out to me. Like Big yeah. Daddy, just to me, as in my childhood eyes, looked like a big fat lad. I didn't, <laughs> you know what I mean? It didn't, yeah. it didn't engross me. Yeah. But I used to, I, I just remember yeah. sitting there watching the matches. Yeah. But then I remember very vividly, actually, it was one Christmas, and they were asking me what they want for Christmas, and I was like. Do you know that boxer? I was only about three years old. I was like, do you know that boxer? Where's the yellow one on? They were like, who are you talking about? Because yeah. they, yeah. they were obviously trying to find out who yeah. the fuck this lad is talking yeah, about yeah, so yeah. we can get it. I was like, the boxer, or he's like, he has the big, uh, he wears the yellow and he's a big moustache. And they were like, Hulk Hogan. I was like, yeah. And they were like, oh, he's a wrestler. I was like, oh, is that what yeah. he is? Yeah. So that from that moment yeah. on, I remember got my first yeah. Hulk Hogan action figure. Mm. So that was about 88, I'd imagine. Mm. You'd know the, the timeline yeah, of Hasbro's, yeah? yeah. But the first one I got was from a friend, and it was the big rubbery one, but the all the paint was chopped, yeah, yeah, and obviously that was the... Yeah, like the rubber LGM ones. That yeah. was the LGM they move, one. They, just they didn't move. It's like, nah, yeah. that's not the one I want. Yeah. But uh, I, I remember getting that, and that's when, you know what I mean? So my first start in wrestling was Hogan. I mean, this is how much I loved Hulk Hogan. I got a picture from my cousin for Christmas. It was my cousin or my auntie. A framed gold picture, like the old school ones that yeah. they put Jesus in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah? And it was a Hulk Hogan one. That was over my bed. <laughs> replaced the cross that was over my bed with Hulk Hogan there you go so you said your prayers and your I did and you know what it would kill two birds with one stone because <laughs> yeah. I had Hogan there with a cross on him so there, so you, there go. you go still got me a bit of religion in as well <laughs> but uh, yeah so that would have been 88, 89 so that was I mean that was the height of, of yeah. Hulkamania yeah, but it was time. it was also I thought it was the height of Hulkamania but it was the height of wrestling in, in Ireland specifically yeah. Yeah. but it was kind of he was kind of slowing down then towards the 90s. Right. Well, that was his plan, obviously. Right. He was going to pass the torch to to the warrior in the big... 
in the big six. I mean, that's that's the Warriors' best well, match. I just of all remember time. all that build up, even the WrestleMania three. I remember watching like right. Piper's Pit and Jesse yeah. Ventura and all and the way they built it right up and all. And yeah. remember when he ripped the chain off yeah. and all, and you were going like you were at, the, you were at the TV. I hate you, yeah. Andre, and all this. That's that's kind of what I yeah. Bobby Heenan see, that's what I remembered his face from yeah, because yeah, I'd yeah, see yeah. Andre the Joint yeah. and I'd be like, oh geez, he was scary and, and just and, Hogan yeah. on his knees. I think it was a Piper's Pit. or was it was it Jesse? It was Piper's Pit. And he was on his knees and like he was crying he couldn't yeah. believe it it's p- trying to pick up the chain off please the Andre please Andre yeah, yeah. Yeah. it was just it was just it was unbelievable like, just but they were great great times yeah. I mean that was yeah. that was the Saturdays where you'd get like the highlights of Saturday night's main event and stuff yeah. and then I think they showed an evening show as well didn't they but um, yeah you, I remember, like the only way we really had access to all that well, from my memories was you would go to the local video stores and there was loads of them around and you know, but yeah, you, no, no, it was all on it was all on cable and all on cable. But I mean to get old pay per views is what I mean. Do you yeah. know, like you'd go down at the weekend, you'd rent out a video yeah. Yeah. and you'd you'd get the you know, you'd rent out I remember they used to sell them in the stores in town. Remember I don't know what it was before H and V, but remember they had these stores virgin down and you used to buy these yeah, the Virgin Mega Sword on the keys yeah. and they had the big videos and I remember they used to be like 30 quid or That's something. That's right, yeah. yeah. But it was the old big VHS with the big boxes yes. on them. Yes, yeah. it was like a book almost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It yeah. was kind of cool. Like, yeah, they were really that. cool. It was just like, it was like gold. Like. Yeah. <laughs> we used to rent out uh, in Bray, right? Because we didn't have a lot of money when the dad was single dad. Like, do you know what I mean? So we'd rent out, he'd rent out a uh, an actual yeah. VHS player yeah. <laughs> over in the local, this small, shady little video store yeah, yeah. around the local shops. And, you know, I'd be able to pick out two videos. So I'd have me two yeah. videos that I could pick. Yeah. And then him and my uncle would obviously get adult videos for no, when I was yeah. not actual adult films. Woo-hoo. You know what I mean? But, yeah. <laughs> 18s, over 18s. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, well, I hope they yeah. weren't, lads. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but that was remember, it. Remember they used to do the deal, you go into likes of Extra Vision. Yeah. And you could rent three videos for a week. For a week. For like six yes. Yeah. And you'd watch them till they were nearly worn out. Yeah. Like, you yeah. Know, it was kind of. Killed, yeah, it was crazy. Yeah. Um, but like Hulkamania, then was that was that was the height of it. I mean, every kid had something wrestling back then. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then obviously when the Warrior came along and the build yeah. up to six, that was really, you know, I remember being in school and looking at these assholes going, "You fucking sold out." Yeah. <laughs> now you're going around in your Warrior T-shirt. Yeah. You sold out. And I just I used to watch I used to watch WrestleMania and then I get the Monday off school because it was obviously the Sunday night. Yeah. And like they give you the Monday off school and like. Your dad or your mum would write a note for school that you're yeah. because you missed the Monday and all. Yeah, they'd write on it that like you were up late watching wrestling. Yeah, and, and it was okay. The back going, What's this going on? Here and the schools wrestling. hated wrestling as it was. My class, no, my class through secondary school and all. There was about like four of us who watched wrestling, and at the time it was really weird because like none of us knew that each other watched it. Oh no Suddenly we all weren't coming in on that Monday of a pay per view. <laughs> Where were you in yesterday? Going, yeah? What happened to you yesterday? And all because. I said I was up watching SummerSlam. I was watching Ricky Steamboat and Randy Savage. Yeah, and yeah, yeah, yeah. And They were going, "You're into that too." And obviously, we had this like little click, click. Accounts, you yeah. know, like that dead poets society. Yes, yes. <laughs> you know what I mean? It was, the, the it was amazing. Skull and bones like, you know? for kids. And, like, it, was, it was so so obvious even to today. Like like people either getting love wrestling or they don't get it at all. Yeah. And you either get it and you understand it and you understand why we're all passionate about it, or you don't get it and you go. What is all that? It's yeah. like marmite, yeah, really, you know, isn't it? You yeah, know, you sure, like it or you don't. You like it and it's you can have a variation yeah. with, like, say, football. Everyone kind of likes football. <clears> or can have an opinion on it, at least. Yeah. On it and all, you know, stuff like that. But people, people sometimes look at wrestling and they go, what the hell is this? Like, you know what I mean? So I guess, <clears throat> looking at it like that, I mean, in, up to that period when you're looking at the Hulkamania years, 
all the way through, even I guess till WrestleMania. We'll go eight because obviously we'll get on to nine later. That's kind of where the controversy starts happening and and whatnot. But uh, WrestleMania six, obviously probably the biggest match. You know, probably still one of the biggest matches, matches in WrestleMania time. history. Yeah. Um, we all know that the Warrior wasn't a great worker, couldn't work. You know, but there was two guys that mm. you know were able to get matches out of him. That was Rick Rude and Hulk Hogan. Yeah, it's gas that you say that like, at least once a week. Because everyone knows I'm a big Honky Tonk Man fan as well. I love the Honky Tonk. So at least, at least once a week, I watch that video where he calls out, send anybody out to me. And yeah. out comes the Warrior. And I just thought there was nothing like the Warrior. Like just, Yeah, you see. And it's funny mad, because that's when people turn. Yeah. But I stayed loyal to Hogan. I was like, no, no, yeah. no. Maybe that's because I was a bit younger. I, I didn't turn and say I liked both. But I just there had been nothing like the Warrior. The nearest yeah. we had had to it was when we were watching, say, Jim Crocker promotions with Sting. Oh, yeah. It would have been yeah. the nearest to it. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? But like when his music hit and he hit the ring mm. and like he was just exploding. and like. So who did you just, cheer for at WrestleMania 6? Do you know what? Do you know something? I was totally on the fence. Really? But I sort of, I sort of had that feeling because if you look in that time period going into WrestleMania six, Hogan was kind of starting to show that he'd been around a while. Yeah. yeah. And Warrior was so fresh was and fresh new. And I was sort of thinking because I loved Savage as well and I loved Steamboat as well and I was sort of thinking, well, you know, I'm looking at Hogan now. And maybe it's that time to change. You know what I mean? And not jump, but yeah. change. And I was looking at Warrior as being that kind Passing of guy, torch, you know what I mean? Like, but I just, I loved all those guys. Funny, I was just remembered there because there was a few of my classmates who liked wrestling as yeah. well. And when that match was coming up, yeah. everyone was like, "Oh, they were all up for the Warrior." It was yeah. so I just felt like, you know what, fuck it. I'm gonna be up for Hogan. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. It's just to be different, like, even though turned. it wasn't. Same as Gas when we were in school, we never even got to that point because we didn't really like. There wasn't that much of a communication on yeah. it, you know what I mean? Mm. Because everyone was just obsessed with football and Gaelic, and I think at the time cross country running and stuff mm. like that. Because Sonia O'Sullivan was at a peak and all this kind of stuff those days and all, and like it was just mad. Like you know? I remember, I got a half day for that after that one because um, my dad's friend had access. They had a few quid. They had access to the pay-per-view mm. so they actually brought it to me the following week yeah. I think I watched it on the so I watched it on video Yeah. yeah. I remember the whole weekend I wouldn't speak mm. <laughs> I was so distraught that Hogan had lost I was like no that can't mm. be it so. yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it, it felt unbelievable at the time that he yeah, could yeah. lose that match yeah. to yeah. the Intercontinental Champion yeah yeah, yeah. you were like this yeah. warrior guy is, you know yeah. he's using magical powers which well, isn't it fair it was great the way the end of the match and all was structured like, oh. with the kick outs and the yeah. kicks and it was like Hogan kicked out and he was hulking up and I went here we go now we're going to get yeah. the, we're going to get the big boot and the leg drop and all and the next thing warrior jumped out of the way I kicked out and all of a sudden <laughs> oh my god like someone, yeah. someone's out there kicking out of the leg yeah. drop what's going and on and Hogan here? sold it to perfection oh, like his face yeah. Right. Like the thing about Hogan is, you know, and we're gonna get on to it, Noel, you've you've put together kind of a list is mm. I think he kinda unfairly gets tired with with, with you know, not putting people over and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. I mean that was perfect example of putting mm. the right person over at the right time. Yeah. Um, it was right for the time, wasn't yeah. it? And he does business when, when business is needed. But uh I guess when we come back then we we'll kinda get on to maybe the decline of Hulkamania, I suppose, which which kind of really decline. Well, the 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 change the change in the guard, I guess. Yeah, yeah the business was changing at that yeah. time. As Definitely, well. the guys were getting a bit smaller. Obviously, yeah. the steroid trial, which which you know, obviously affected a lot. Um, yeah. So we'll get on to that when we come back, and um, so we're we're this is the first part of Face Hogan. Yeah. 
If you have a small business, a band, need a t-shirt design, or just need a logo in general, then I'm going to send you to the right place. Peter Hart Graphics. It's the only place that you need to go. In fact, that sexy new Dynamo's Dozen logo, Peter Hart Graphics. That logo for the four pod men, Peter Hart Graphics. Peter Hart Graphics specialize in logo designs that are tailor-made to fit your needs. In fact, the process is so quick and easy that they will send regular updates and provide three drafts within one week. Three drafts within one week. All you need to do is go to Peter Hart Graphics on Facebook, Instagram, or find them on Twitter at Peter H. Graphics. Or alternatively, you can email PeterHartGraphics at gmail.com. That's PeterHartGraphics at gmail.com. And give a description of what kind of logo and design that you need. It's that easy, guys. Also, make sure to tell them that Dynamo sent you. Make the first step in getting the logo that helps your business get up and running today. So we are back. And we're going to get on right now to Hogan. I guess... um, Coming towards the end of his first stint in the WWE, WWF, which was, uh, I suppose, was kind of almost being um, teased since WrestleMania 8, I guess, because they were talking about that being his last match against mm. Psycho Sid, yeah. Sid Vicious, whatever you want to call him at the time. And uh, But he, he comes to WrestleMania 9, obviously, with a very disgusting-looking eye. Um, oh. And basically comes down at the end of the Bret Yokozuna match. Yeah. And uh, which you know, Brett initially, I guess the whole idea was that Brett would get the the, the favor in return. He mm. comes down to make make the save on Brett, and you know, well, to avenge Brett, I guess. Yeah. After the salt being thrown into the eye from the oh. devious Mister Fuji, yeah. gets in, gets the win over Yoko, and Hogan is a five-time WWF champion. Was that how his deal? I mean, if if you listen to some podcasts with, you know, Bruce Pritchard and stuff like that, you'll hear Conrad call him on his bullshit and say, <laughs> look, Brett says this is what was meant to happen, blah, blah, blah. And and you know that that is what was meant to happen. Yeah. And, and basically, I think Bruce kind of, in a very um, nonchalant way, admits yeah. that yeah, it was all Hogan politics. And yeah. behind the scenes, you know, he was telling Brett he's going to do him the favour, he's going to return the favour. So much so that they had a SummerSlam poster built for the, the Hogan-Brett match, which would have, I'd imagine, done huge business at that Absolutely, time because yeah. Brett was pretty pretty popular at that time. As you mentioned, yeah. just off air there, there was a, there was a change in the guard. The, the farm was becoming more mature. They were getting a lot more mm. product Tune and it. content. Yeah. yeah, so they were becoming more familiar with uh, you know, what they wanted. Brett was obviously a yeah. colourful guy, but he looked like a guy that someone could actually be. Whereas yeah. you looked at Hogan... Uh, you know, larger than yeah. life. Yeah, you see, WWF or WWE at the time had made a very good job of getting you to buy into a lot more characters. So now you weren't just sort of Hogan and Warrior and Savage and stuff like that. Everyone was interested in Perfect and, and yeah. all these other stars that were in there. So they were all garnering a better fan base. It wasn't yeah. just like Hulk Hogan saying Savage and then everyone else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I mean, like, they had weaned out guys like yeah. Savage, for example. Yeah. Savage was kind of doing commentary and stuff yeah. like yeah. that. I, I, think in, I think in the case of WrestleMania 9, I think re- regardless of what happened in the background, yeah. I think most wrestling fans agree it wasn't a thing to do. No. Yeah, yeah. You know, I think, I think it kind of served the, the, that WrestleMania yeah, at the time. It did, really, yeah. as an ending and stuff like that. It know? did, yeah, because, I mean, everyone was it obviously... No sense. Re- 
Yeah. Well, it just it just felt weird. It didn't like feel like a second coming of Hulkamania or no. anything like that. No. It just felt weird and out of place and like to see Brett just standing there and like in limbo. Yeah. You know, yeah. You know what I mean? Because they had put a lot of effort into Brett being the guy. I think it was really SummerSlam 92, wasn't yeah. it? That uh, yeah. fans yeah. actually went, right, Brett's our guy. Yeah. yeah. And obviously beating beating Flair for the belt and yeah. first run, fair enough, might not have been the best run in the world, but the yeah. fans had chosen right, he's gonna be our yeah. guy. But then it was hard for the fans to buy into Yokozuna as well, like you know what I mean? Yeah. So it was kinda of like it needed that change. Yeah. Where it was believable that Brett, you know, that was the that was the equivalent, I guess, of, of Hogan's Andre. Yoko was Brett's Andre in the sense that like yeah. how is he gonna beat this big guy? They were at a stage with that kind of period where they probably didn't think that someone as small as Brett could beat someone as big as Yokozuna. I think it, I think it was Maybe. more a case that Hogan had come back and Vince has kind of wanted yeah. to pick up business a little bit mm-hmm. and saw the yeah. dollar signs and thought yeah. if if we can if we can have Brett and Hogan here then yeah. this will actually be the passing of the torch. Yeah. And then I think when Hogan obviously ducked out on that one that's where the relationship really went sour. So yeah. Hogan obviously leaves the company then. Yeah. Um a couple of months into the run I think he'd done a European tour with them. Goes Yep. And that's pretty much when the steroid trial hits and you see obviously the smaller bodies and whatnot. Hogan goes, I believe, to film Thunder and Paradise. Yeah. And, um, and they had to back off those bigger guys a bit. They did. And they had to bring that level down because yeah. you, you can see what happened even with Davy Boy and you know what I mean, all these guys. Yeah, he was thrown out as well. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, he was working with WCW you know, then, yeah. Yeah, everyone was kind of made that sacrificial lamb type of thing, yeah. you know what I mean? And it was like, you seen that softer sort of body <coughs> look coming in, like nearly like old school wrestling, like Ram Bass and guys yeah, like that. Yeah. That kind of softer body look came in and it was like, oh no, we're not this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was like the yeah. steroid guys went over and still had a job in WCW because the heat, the heat seekers weren't really on WCW yeah. at that time. Yeah. Um. So obviously Hogan comes back the WCW then with the obviously because I believe they that was shot in the same studios yeah. at the time. Yeah. yeah. Bischoff had come in obviously and they were running the Disney Orlando studios. Yeah, yeah. that's right. That's right. Mm. And obviously Hogan gets a little bit of a taste again, gets the call. <laughs> yeah. Gets the Ted Turner call, ninety four. And um yeah, Hogan is back and Hulkamania is back. And then, which is a big important thing, uh, where Vince really missed out on we finally get Flair versus Hogan, which should have happened sure. at WrestleMania 8. Yeah. There was no reason for it not to. It was yeah. it was Flair and Savage. I, I think. just want to interject for a sec. Go for it. That uh, time when Jimmy Hart was with him. That's right, yeah. How did that happen? Because wasn't he... Like, he was his enemy for years in WWF. Well, Jimmy and Hogan were best oh, mates. No, yeah. And then yeah. I think Jimmy had gone over to WCW anyway, and yeah. he was doing... Because if you look at all the WCW music, yeah. you obviously had Jim Johnson doing the WWE ones. Yeah. Jimmy Hart had a big hand in all that music too. Yeah. He went over and done the WCW's music for them in the background. He basically yeah. was a big... I think he was a big factor in getting Hogan there too. Yeah. So... Yeah, they turned. Well, no, it's just an issue. It was strange. To me, yeah. No, it was strange. Well, because because of your background of looking at the Hair Foundation and Honky and all that yeah. other stuff was going on, but I think him and Jimmy were very tight, and also Brutus and all these guys. Yeah. So he had that kind of car, nearly car Tampa kind of click. Yeah, yeah that yeah. they all kind yeah, of, yeah. they all did their thing and stuff like that. You know what I mean? And but like, it's a big, it's a big queue for WCW because. You know, yeah. this is really it's, what gets WCW. It's yeah. I mean, yeah. it's still the biggest name in, especially. It's like you say when you go away for a while and you come back, yeah. it's new again yeah. for a little yeah. while. So obviously yeah. those he has those runner matches yeah. with with Flair, mm. um, some good stuff too. I went back yeah. and watched yeah. all that. Some really good stuff. Mm. Um, WCW were doing stuff 
that was different, you know, bash yeah. at the beach and on a beach. Fair enough, you don't get that <laughs> yeah. atmosphere, but it was really yeah. cool to watch. Yeah, um, you're offering something different. And 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 it also yeah. in Europe it helped WCW get a bit of notoriety because they still obviously had their Saturday afternoon slot on UTV, yeah. and we start seeing you know, and you were watching it every week even though you wouldn't see Hogan you were still yeah. watching it, yeah, yeah, and you were like why why am I getting this and there'd be an announcement and you'd be like oh but that's when you <laughs> got to see Channel Four I think it was yeah, yeah. That's that's right, right, yeah. They remember the old yeah. Channel Four and stuff and all but it yeah. opened up fans like ourselves it opened us up to yeah. a lot of other wrestlers yeah. like you know yeah. see that didn't Sting. have that didn't have that impact for me because I was already deep in Sting because we used to get the old screen sport and we had Jim yeah. Crocker promotions mm. so we already always had Horsemen we already had the Road Warriors mm. we already had Sting mm. we already had all that stuff going gotcha, on as yeah. well because that used to be on that used to be on I think we used to get over here either on Thursday or Friday nights used to be on around half ten or something like that on the old screens I remember you'd get, yeah, yeah, yeah. And NWA and all yeah. so we used to get all that you know what I mean Like I'd, I remember I'd, watching it but not really like, yeah, like you say yeah. not really knowing yeah. anything yeah. about anyone so I loved it because it was kind of like like your world of sport thing it was very rough cut and it was like you nearly felt like they were shooting this show on a camcorder yeah yeah yeah, but yeah, it, yeah. But it was smoky halls like, and yeah, yeah but it was kind of cool like and they went all like you know occasionally they go down to Texas and you'd have the Von Erichs and all and yeah. it was very territorial so you'd be getting new guys coming in and stuff like that and I always used to love like I loved factions and tag teams and yeah. run-ins and yeah. all that stuff you know what I mean like yeah like I watched Dusty getting his arm broke yeah I watched all that on yeah TV, which is really so cool yeah, actually which is yeah kind of cool. so like when, when WCW came along a lot of those guys were kind of established I knew who they were I knew who Tully Blanchard was I knew who yeah. Aaron Anderson was all this kind of stuff even yeah. though they'd gone in and become brain busters and mm. whatever it is you know but we'd already had them so it was kind of it was still exciting because I was looking at it because Jim Crockett had gone at the stage and this had replaced it but when I was looking at it I was thinking it still had retained some of that oh of, very much so was that, that southern influence yeah. it, you know that territorial you knew it was a southern product yeah. Yeah. whereas WWE or WWF that was that big huge production show that it was, was the shiny show yeah, yeah versus the kind like, of rough cut yeah. you could be looking at like the Von Erichs versus whoever in front of like 600 people yeah. and still be a great show yeah. you know? and even like the way they do with NWA Power now they do the promos right beside the ring in a little that. small little set yeah. thing to yeah. real Oscars, but or they interview you at the side of the ring and then someone yeah. make a run in well, and someone get attacked and, I yeah. suppose yeah. they did keep some of those values because I mean on the on the, the Disney yeah. lot that they had yeah. like they had the spinny the spinny kind of a ring oh, turn yeah. around yeah. but they did have that little section where it was still very intimate you yeah. know what I mean and yeah. the crowd were still very close and yeah. it was crazy seeing Hogan yeah. in that kind of environment this larger yeah. than life character yeah. you know it's like you know yeah. Hogan walked in here now you'd be like yeah. oh Jesus that can't what be real yeah. you know <laughs> so yeah I see what you mean but he right. definitely definitely brings WCW into uh, yeah. not 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 as a competitor right away, but it definitely gives people something else to watch. It gives people it, well, it, it puts them in the spotlight that it they were in before because yeah. they have the figures. Yeah. Then they obviously yeah. have their figures turned yeah. up in shops, and people were like, "Who's yeah. these wrestlers?" Well, I think you know? I think what happened through his time in WWF as well. He was so established as a brand, he was able to carry that brand anywhere yeah. else. You know what I mean? And people and the audience and people would follow. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he was a brand in yeah. in, in and of itself, and I think uh, obviously we we. You know, we have to go into now and segue, I guess, into, um, you know, as Hogan mentioned himself, for, you know, for a year or so, everything was rosy in the garden, but then the numbers start to drop again. Turner kind of really wants to, to go against Vince now, and Hogan comes up with the idea, well, why not turn me heel? Because that's what he wanted to do anyway yeah. in WWE. And we have the infamous uh, Bash at the Beach, probably the most famous 
Probably the most famous heel turn in history, I would imagine. But Absolutely. Yeah. One of the most famous scenes in history yeah. at the end. I mean, for anyone that's living under a rock and doesn't know that, just go back. Or even if you have seen it and not seen it in years, do yourself a favour, go back and watch it on the network and just yeah. actually see real heat. I mean, don't, don't watch the ring, watch the crowd. Yeah, watch, the crowd. That's <laughs> what I mean. Watch the crowd. You can Absolutely. see his, f- yeah. people aren't just throwing yeah. Coca-Cola cans or whatever yeah. into the ring. They're literally trying to attack yeah. these yeah. guys. The, ne- the nearest hero has been that kind of Jericho heat. Yeah, yeah, it's <laughs> yeah. as close. At a lower kind of level, but that's as close it gets where it's You'll really never where, get it like where, that like, anymore. You'll never get it like where, that. Like, you broke my heart. Yeah, like you, absolutely. <laughs> Fair enough, I wasn't there for you, but yeah. you know what? It, yeah. It's like your big brother basically turned I mean, on you. Did he? Did he come up with the idea? He came up with the idea. Yeah, the yeah, yeah. If that's the case, he's just reinvented himself all over again. Exactly. And, and that's a brand, yeah. and that's almost like a brand new yeah. start. Yeah. And yeah. such a fucking iconic start. Reborn, yeah. reborn, and that's kind of yeah. where for we're... a whole new generation of kids. Yeah. But for and him, but for him, it would have to be that kind of magnitude. Absolutely. You know, after coming from that Hulkamania and saying mm. prayers and each of vitamins and bringing everyone along with him to go down that road and like. They're just filling the ring with garbage and yeah. cans and everything. Yeah. How the boys didn't get absolutely split <laughs> open with stuff, I'll never well, know. Well, poor me and Gene did. Yeah, yeah. yeah. poor yeah. me and Gene always talks was, about it, yeah. yeah. But I but think, think for someone that, that big, to be, to only have really torn face and hair yeah. once, yeah. one torn, yeah. really, yeah. It's that's and, why I was saying it's possibly... It must, the, been, it must have been a huge decision for him as well, because oh. he was obviously stepping out of his comfort zone. Absolutely. Because he was working away there, it was all established, even though the numbers were going down, he could have probably panned it off as it being everyone else mm. and not him. And like, it was such an established brand, and he was, he was kind of like... The money he must have made over the years between bookings and royalties and merchandise mm. and everything all that, and you're looking at it going, you're just about you know like that John Cena effect now. If yeah. We're going to turn John Cena heel, you know what I mean? He'd be kissing all that away, and then sort of a different demographic would buy into it, but would it be the same size? Well, that's, that's kind of where we go, and like to to quote Hogan in his book actually, which I read today before I came in, he actually said that about a month into it. Uh, he said it was actually very difficult because he said he didn't find it easy when a kid came up to ask for an autograph. And he had to play the But deal. he said he'd say, yeah, I'm going to sign it, but then you better sk- you better skedaddle, kid. You know what I mean? He <laughs> yeah. said he found that kind of yeah, thing yeah. very tough. Yeah. But um, but still obviously made made time to do it. Mm. Um, so this is kind of where we put the meat on the bones of this show because we're talking about how iconic he is as a babyface and now he's probably turned into one of the biggest and best heels of all time Absolutely. as well. I mean, this wasn't just an act. This yeah. was, well, fair enough, it was an act, but it was, it was a bloody good act. Yeah. It was an act for them, but it was actual, yeah. as you said, yeah. it broke my heart for the, the, the crowd. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. He's become nearly the most hated guy on the planet. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know and I mean, you're, you're, you're running around with, yeah. with bad boys like uh, Dennis Rodman and you've got this crew. The NWO obviously becomes ridiculous near the end because... Yeah. They've got so many people on it, but that tr- core group... Let's just group, focus on the three lads. The three me. lads, well, you, bring, you bring in Nash, you bring in Hall. Again, yeah. these two brought in very real because these guys are coming in saying, yeah, we're coming from New York and we're coming yeah. to take over. Take over. And you don't know if these guys are actually invading. I mean, this is the first invasion angle, really. Yeah, really, yeah. And it's, it's, yeah. it's, it's an invasion Absolutely. without being an invasion, so... In a way, the South kind of gets its own back yeah. on Vince McMahon after coming in and uh, it's almost up like their the territories. Like that, yeah. yeah, so he come, they come in and for for you know for eighty three weeks they um, they absolutely kick the yeah. shit out of WWE. Yeah. Um, and I mean, guys, uh, like I say, anybody that hasn't seen it, go back on the network and just watch watch the week to week stuff on Nitro. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> this is now 
where it really is imperative for a wrestling fan like me um, to be watching this each week because you're you're watching guys like Benoit, you're watching guys yeah. like Jericho. This is where I first see Jericho, uh, Eddie Guerrero. Um, obviously, I had an invested interest in Brett going there then as well. Ray Mysterio. Like, you're watching these guys, and this is where Eric Bischoff really deserves all the credit in the world, too, because Eric Bischoff really did um, bring the cruiserweight kind of thing in, into popularity <coughs> and brought that Japanese stuff. The stuff that Dave Meltzer basically creams himself over now <laughs> is what Eric Bischoff brought over to the country, you know, with Mexico and Japan. And this is where a young Ian Kelly is going, right, I want to be, I want to do this. You know, these, and, and, you you know, it, it really broadens everyone's minds. And they're all working with each other. You know, Hogan's in there wrestling the likes of the the, the Guerreros or whatever on a, on a Nitro. Do you know what I mean? Just just to say, like, watch me beat this little, little yeah. punk, little punk, you know. Yeah. And so... Oh, let's let's talk a bit a bit about it, Noel. You obviously watched WCW back then when uh, when Hogan turns. Oh yeah, it was like it's... it was just it was unbelievable when he turned. No one could believe it. It was like jaw dropping, and it was like yeah. you can't do this. You can't like I had followed this guy at the stage for so many. <laughs> you years even have a second name yeah, for God's this, sakes. This was like this was like the immortal Hulk Hogan that brought me to the water, and now he won't let me drink. He's it, let the Hogan fa- family yeah, down. He's killed the Hogan family. <laughs> yeah. What are you What are you doing, Dad? Yeah. What's the story? <laughs> you didn't even tell the son. Yeah. <laughs> this yeah. is the Godfather. Yeah. Just, I always remember it was just unbelievable. Like it was just, and and then the way it all. As you said, for a month or two, it was kind of like, what have I done? Mm. And then after that, then it just knitted together. And like, you know, if you really want to bring in hate, then like to bring in the likes of Kevin Nash and Rouse or Ramon, like, like, is there two more guys in the business that by the look of them, even you just know you can't stand them? Yeah, yeah. You, know I mean? yeah. you don't even have to do one. You just look at them and they're kind of smug and Razor was coming in and it was, like, you were just looking at the trade and going, oh my God. <laughs> yeah. And then once, 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 once Nash and Razor had come on board, then you were looking at, and you were going to Hogan. You go, you sort of believed at the stage that he really is gone. He's never yeah. going to come back. This is never. Yeah, he's left us. Yeah, you know what I mean. And yeah. it was like then there was this void because like you, again, you were sort of going like you still, you still cheered the baby face and you built the hill, but now you were building the guy that you spent a decade cheering or whatever yeah. it was. Now when you're there going. It was confusing. You yeah, know because I mean, I mean and you base like for young kids, like you base your values on, on what you were getting oh. told, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Um so WCW really kinda of do, you know, knock it out of the park on this yeah. one and and in particular Hogan. Yeah. Um and some great storylines. I mean, some of his best promo work as well. This is when yeah. you see the real Hogan promo it was a work. Great promo then. You know, really some was. of them you know, even yeah. for even fifteen minute promos, they didn't yeah. bore you. They kept you But it was it was brilliant the way they did it as well because even though he gave great promos, WCW armed him with that great sort of babyface ammunition to yeah. promo on, you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. So week after week after week, he was cutting down these good guys. And as you said, the smaller guys and all. Yeah. And we've seen it like, here's these big guys just attacking these smaller guys, trying to make it. You just know what bullies, I mean? so, like, yeah. Yeah, so it was like, you know, yeah. it was the schoolyard stuff. It, you was. Know, it was. the takeover type of thing, you know, and you're just there going, you just couldn't believe it. And it, it was I mean? always a real NWO thing. They'd yeah. come down and see yeah. like a gem and, They'd yeah. see like a Jericho, which yeah. they did, and we're like, "Hey!" And they yeah. passed them a shirt. Sure. And always, and always, and always, once a month or once every two months or whatever it was, they'd always target a guy that was just so left field mm. that it kind of didn't even matter that they targeted him. But it was just because they were they were imposing themselves that they were allowed to do this. They yeah. owned the place. They were going to run the place, and it didn't matter whether it was Rey Mysterio or who it was. Like they always targeted a guy you would thought 
and it was so outside yeah. of the storyline at and the time. Really so but it was just a show, we have it all. We can, we can. Yeah. And I think the whole, the whole spray paint of the backs and all that like, was yeah. brilliant, yeah. That and the belt, cool. like yeah. the spray paint, the belt. Yeah. And I think what really helped as well was that the NWO was separate to WCW. Yeah. It yeah. W- and the new logo for WCW yeah. was w- WCW NWO. NWO yeah. Do you know what I mean? So they, they the little vignettes that they've yeah. done, this has been paid yeah. for oh, by the New them. World Order. Yeah. You know, yeah. and Hollywood Hulk Hogan, adding the. You know, I'm a big star. You know, yeah, I, yeah. I'm just I can go make a movie anytime yeah. I want. We're just yeah. so rich. I think he was even joking that he was running yeah. for president, and the whole of America bought yeah. it. But I think, as you said in the beginning, where he struggled, he suddenly just embraced the whole character and it took off, and then he just started living it. That's where yeah. all that stuff came from. Yeah, I mean, he was every year bit in it. Like. Yeah, and that's so it. when you think about it. Sorry for uh, cutting in, and I know I've, met, I've kind of said it a couple of times. It really is that big. Yeah. Yeah. It can't be stated, understated, yeah. or understated no. enough. No. How like just how much of a different yeah. switch he made? Yeah, it's it's yeah. it's so, amazing. And this is kind of going to be the synopsis at the end when you look at it. Hogan was as valuable to wrestling kicking off. There wouldn't mm-hmm. be wrestling worldwide if it wasn't for yeah. Hogan. Obviously yeah. Vince as well, but I mean it wouldn't be there without Hogan. You got to have the guy that's yeah. carrying the ball, yeah. and then. Well, I think I think we firmly believe it wouldn't be this billion dollar business that it is today yeah. if it hadn't have been for Hulk Hogan. But then, no doubt about that. But then he reinvents wrestling because there wouldn't be an attitude error without the NWO. Because yeah, that was a that was a reaction. So yeah. I think when we come back, we'll we'll run down some bits and pieces of of like the good and the bad of Hulk Hogan, mm. no pun intended. Yeah. And uh, we'll, we'll come to the final conclusion. I think mm. before before we just go off this. Yeah. I think we, I think we, I don't know. Are you a Ric Flair fan? I am. Yeah, big, big right. Ric Flair fan. So everybody, here, you know the answer to that. Me anyway. I love absolutely love Ric Flair, and he was a larger than life character. But yeah. this fucking dude, yeah. in terms of being larger than yeah. life, yeah. just uh, eclipsed. Yes, just for me. The shock horror of them even spraying that belt with him. I know. Yeah, was just the big gold. Yeah, the big just gold. like the hell are you doing yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know just mean, the just, complete lack yeah. of respect yeah, yeah. for anybody yeah. and anything yeah. they were just as you said they were real yeah. life gangsters yeah. on TV yeah, yeah so yeah. Uh, yeah so when we come back we'll, we'll go through the, the good and the bad and uh, come to our final conclusions and once again reinventing himself for a third time yeah yeah so all you beautiful people thanks for hanging about and continuing listening to the four Podmen, the debut show and right now we're going to get on to some little things that Noel you've put together um, and we're going to just shoot the shit on them um, we're going to get into top 10 rivalries actually just just yeah. go go through some of Hogan's kind of big rivalries and, and kind of maybe see what we, we remember from them and and whatnot. so yeah well most of them will be the obvious ones obviously Andre and Randy Savage you know obviously Mega Vince powers. yeah Mega Powers Ultimate Warrior um, Shawn Michaels, but The Rock, obviously. The Rock, yeah. You know, big, the Rock big, was a big one there. That was a big. That was huge. That was epic. Like that. Yeah, because that's obviously segueing into yeah. Hogan, obviously coming back yeah. again as a heel this time, returning yeah. to the company as a heel, yeah. and the fans deciding, no, you're yeah. a babyface. Yeah. yeah. And he turns again and reinvents himself again. Yeah. And The Rock. I think that was, was one of the last few real natural epic moments in modern day WWE, I think. Yeah. For a while, anyway. Yeah. Until like Daniel Bryan and all start coming yeah. back in. Well, I think know? he did the Vince one the following year then, didn't he? Yeah, kind of that was nice. epic as well. Like, yeah. You know, so he did these kind of good ones on there, you know. Yeah, so. and obviously yeah. one of the big ones I can see you have there, 
Sting. Yeah. I mean that 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 feud with with WCW and Sting, and they didn't even. Yeah, we can see it right there. <laughs> didn't even touch each other yeah. um, until Starcade '97. Yeah, the outcome was shitty, but uh, yeah. I mean, it was it was that rivalry, that build up was yeah. just you know, yeah. Sting was the only man that had the balls to go up against the NWO and yeah, yeah. trick them with tomfoolery. And <laughs> I was only looking at that the other day. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah. I mean, there was great stuff there. Like uh, that, that was basically a rehash of what he did with the Horseman back in the day in Jim Crocker promotions. Pretty much where he, he sort of all that's kind of stuff he did against yeah. the horsemen as well so it was kind of brilliant yeah but under a different kind of look and different stuff look like and that, the different yeah. guys but similar yeah. type yeah. of situations so yeah some of the big ones there that stand out obviously Savage is a huge one because that was a rivalry yeah. that I built through the 80s and I mean yeah. they had a year long program personal yeah. Yeah, yeah that felt yeah. lust in your eyes lust yeah. in your eyes yeah you know just because he yeah. thought he was trying to take his woman yeah. you that know was, that was yeah. brilliant. a play on real life again yeah you again know. again i remember that one where hogan left with liz and he, he was looking after her and then savage came in and just attacked him with the belt i remember yeah. him going across the gurney and attacking him with the belt and all. yeah it was just like what are you doing this guy he's after saving your girl and all this you know i think i preferred that story to the I know the uh, yeah. uh, Ultimate Warrior one. Yeah. I, I was more invested in that because I, I like Macho Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah. I think it's different than so far as well. When they do those storylines when like a wife or a girlfriend or a woman is involved, they're always really hard to sell as well. Yeah. You can see it now even with Bobby Lashley and Lana and oh, Rusev. Like it's God. it's hard work like, you know. Mm. It's it's hard work to, to try and put that across. Yeah. You gotta be emotionally that. invested in all the characters involved yeah. as well. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Like And you gotta you gotta like pick your characters very carefully as yeah. well. Like you, you gotta have on both sides it has to be people that you care about a lot like Yeah, because people yeah. just look at Lana yeah. as like a you know a Playboy bunny type girl and, and yeah. Lashley no one's really yeah. invested in not yeah. to segue onto them but it's no, just yeah. it's it's when you try to rehash that kind of old thing like you said you got to pick the people that are yeah that you really yeah. do and care you gotta, about you also got to put it across in a certain way that it's kind of nearly real even though we know but it's you kind of have to get it across you have to make it feel important somewhere on the yeah. card yeah you know what i mean like sure. that, that stuff with liz and hogan and savage that was big it was oh, huge yeah. at the time you know what i mean it was like and then you were sort of questioning yourself it was kind of like at one stage you were going right well what is savage doing here he's attacking him after all he did for him and all this kind of thing and then you're looking at it on the other side and you're going well does hogan really want to run off with liz and you were questioning yourself <laughs> yeah well, you know what I mean? yeah so they both did a great job on it you yeah 100 percent. I mean? so, yeah and of course liz as well was fantastic was yeah. yeah 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 and what about um i know we were talking there about like some i suppose that 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 you know he didn't you know this famous famous line of Hogan's only in business for himself and yeah. some people he put over and some people he didn't. Why don't we look yeah. at a few of them that you have down and, and see kind of where, where the land lies with that because a lot of it, you know, it's funny because I, I listen to a lot of different podcasts and a lot of different people, well-respected people, that think the sun shines out of Hogan's arse and mm. they have no reason to. And then there's yeah. other guys that are probably bitter that don't think he did and that he politicked, yeah. but he was known very much so as a locker room leader. Like this... This rule of Hogan had his own dressing room, yeah. I mean, that's been nipped in the bud by many yeah. people saying, yeah. no, he, he hung out with the boys, you know what I mean? I think for some people it's difficult to accept because of the Brett one and because of the Kurt Henning one. And Maybe, and yeah. Stuff like that. They're difficult yeah. because at the time, I think people, because the business had changed, people really believed they felt that it was their time to go and their time to do their thing. And it was sort of like, it came across as if the politic and the dampened it down and Hogan was in control of it and stuff like that. But then you look later on, kind of the people he did put over, you know, obviously things change and evolve over time and stuff like that and all. And obviously the business had changed. So 
at that stage then when you see who was put <coughs> over then on some of the lists like like it had changed so much that you kind of couldn't politic it that way. Yeah. You kind of had to go with it, you know what I mean? And, of course, everyone had been more educated on the business now. because yeah. So if you did kind of take that route, everyone knew about it, and then we'd just go, oh, fuck you. Like, well, I mean, he put over Goldberg, which is a big one. I mean, that's a, yeah. that's a green guy yeah. that he really put over. wire almost. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he, he made Goldberg in, yeah. in a lot of ways. Mm. Um, probably too soon, but still he did, um, you know, on national yeah. TV, yeah. on a free, on a free yeah. match, basically. Yeah. Well, um, yeah. I suppose you have Edge there. I can see. Yeah, Edge was yeah. Edge was a good one. Kurt, a good Kurt Angle was a real. One. Yeah, that was a great one. Yeah, and then I think he was involved with Randy as well, wasn't he at the time on the Legend Killer stuff yes. and things like that? And you know, but probably probably he didn't go that full bar with Randy that he should have. Mm. But again, Randy had just kind of he was coming out of Evolution and he was still a little bit trying to find himself yeah. or something like that. That's so, true. Yeah, yeah. Undertaker was obviously probably a big one. Yeah, you know, because it was it was pretty early. Yeah, he definitely you know? put Undertaker over yeah. big time in that mm. one. Yeah, and everyone remembers Warrior. Yeah, of course. Yeah, you know, Warrior he passed. Was huge. Yeah, he put he passed the torch to Warrior. Yeah. Unfortunately, Warrior just let the torch go out. Yeah, you know, yeah. And that's just the way yeah, it was. Straight away. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> pretty much. Yeah. You know, um, but no, I mean, there's definitely a mix in both, and you can see you can definitely make a case for him. You know. But then again, I think timing can also be issues as well. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's yeah. not necessarily probably a yeah. personal agenda, more yeah. so a, yeah. a timing yeah. issue. I think sometimes when you get caught up in that sort of politic inside of it and stuff like that as well, it's easy to turn around and say a certain superstar politic that he did this and stuff like that. But he's not only in there making the decision. Well, if you think about it, like people put Shawn Michaels up on a pedestal these days and he was probably the biggest scumbag backstage in the history of wrestling in a lot of ways you uh, you hear more people backstage talk ill about Shawn Michaels yeah, than Hogan, than Hogan yeah. but yet this c- kind of seems to stick with Hogan yeah. um, and Michaels can go out there because he found God and people... I, th- I think when you look at the time as well at the time when he should have been putting guys over and stuff like that there wasn't a huge amount of money in the business mm. except at a certain level yeah. and a lot of those guys honky tonk would allude to it as well that like he was promised a run with Hogan and he knew that if he got this run with Hogan the money on the, the financial yeah. security of it it's would better. be enormous he's another big you know fan I mean? of Hogan as well though yeah absolutely yeah. But I mean, it's. Uh, I think when you were in there at time, like like to have a to have a three or a six month run with the likes of Hulk Hogan, mm. was was that lottery ticket. Yeah, yeah. You know but I mean? then again, Whereas, I mean, I've heard Hunky say as well, if you got onto the Hogan shows, you know, on the paper on the house shows, yeah, you didn't care because you knew you you were making a fucking big payday. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah, what I mean. Yeah. So in, in that sense, he made yeah. a lot of money for the boys too. Just yeah. as as much as he did for himself, he yeah. made a lot for the boys. Yeah, I know Dynamite said that as well, that he was a big. Uh, you know, once they were on a, a Hogan show, that yeah. was it. I think everyone has said that over the history of time that, yeah. like, once they were involved with him in some aspect, yeah, it meant a lot more money. Oh, yeah, you know what I mean. So, so I mean, I think he definitely did more good than bad, it, it would, in my opinion, anyway. Yeah, um, yeah, like I said, I think there's guys out there, one is pretty much running the company now that's done a lot more to harm yeah. well, I think people's careers I think, than I think it's than kind Hogan. of different in a way, like, if you were a Bret Hart fan. You might have a slightly different view. Well, I am. If you're a Kurt Henning fan, <laughs> yeah. you might have a slightly different view. And depending on the timing of it, you might have a different view. Yeah, I you am. Know, but but I think I've come to the conclusion now, in the in the with the maturity that of it is that, um, yeah, like I think he done more good than bad. I think yeah. some of the stuff he done was shitty. Like I'm Brett, hundred yeah. percent. I'm a Brett guy. You know, yeah. and so are you, Carl. Mm, absolutely, yeah. Um, but I think the bigger picture. Well, I think yeah. When you did. look at the grand scheme of things, yeah. I mean. 
there's not one person that's done more for wrestling as a whole. Yeah. As no. Hulk Hogan. Because you're talking, Good and bad and indifferent. Because you talk about Austin yeah. and The Rock, and fair enough, you can put them in that in that Mount Rushmore thing. Yeah. Hogan's runs was far longer. I mean, these these were five, six-year yeah. runs mm. that, that, that these two guys had. But again, yeah. it was a very different time period. Very different yeah. time very period. Very different time But again, they wouldn't like, have had this run again yeah. if it wasn't for Hogan with yeah. the NWO. And yeah. I'm not saying he directly... Yeah. No, but like you say, done that. Yeah. It was a reaction. It was a reaction, yeah, yeah. exactly. They had to do Because you, you even talk about going back in those days when they look at like the NWA, when they had all their territories and stuff like that, and they had to vote on title changes yeah. and yeah. all this kind of thing, you know yeah. what I mean? The, the changing titles back then was a huge thing. Oh, you know, for it was, sure, it, because... It was, it was a massive, and it was, it was, it was sort of um, a reward for all your hard work for years in the business and a signal that you were ready. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, you know the way they talked back years ago, the way like the IC belt was the stepping stone to the title. Mm. Yeah. And it was the, it was the workers way. belt, yeah. 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 You know what I mean? So like, it's it's that kind of way. Yeah. And I think um, if you look, what else did we have? We, we look at, you know, some of the guys that you said that, I see you have an interesting one there, five wrestlers that, um, that could have retired Hogan. Yeah, it was kind of a strange list there. I see Bray Wyatt's on there. Yeah, no, it was five wrestlers that that could or should have retired Hogan, and you know with Bray Wyatt in there, Triple H, obviously. Bray was, Wyatt was never around him though, was he? Well, this is when he had come back in and stuff like. Oh, that. right, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah this yeah. is in more recent times. You yeah, know? Daniel Bryan probably would have been a good. That would have been a great. Would have been different. You know what I mean? So yeah. Um, Obviously, Roman Reigns and John Cena. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, something different, you know? I think John Cena yeah. retired enough. Yeah. <laughs> I, think the, I think the disappointing thing, probably, when you look back on it, is we didn't get the Austin Hogan. Yeah. yeah. You know been. what I mean? The Austin Hogan would have been interested, and especially slightly later, because, again, that was kind of like the rock match with him. Mm. You didn't need to do a whole lot. Yeah. You just needed to sell the psychology of the match to the, to the crowd and the audience. Absolutely. I mean, if you look at the Hogan-Rock match, in terms of wrestling, I mean, they had, what, a good five-minute stare-down? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> for, yeah. The, for the start it of the match. It was, it was all about, about the psychology, and it was all about bringing those Hogan fans in, bringing those Rock fans in, and it was like, it was a generational kind oh. of match. And how good was the Rock, actually? Because I went back and watched that match again. <sighs> When and Hogan was saying that he thought like yeah. he was going to have to work to try and get the fans back to the Rock yeah. because that was Hogan's job. That's but how good was the Rock at being able to do it too with yeah. the Rock's facials yeah. kind of looking yeah, yeah. around and then yeah, the fans yeah. kind of went, yeah. "Oh shit, I feel bad yeah. now." Mm. Sorry, we yeah. didn't mean and, to say Rocky the sucks. The interesting thing it'd be interesting to see is is that the reaction that they were expecting or did they have to sort of ad lib that in the ring after like, seeing what that reaction Apparently they had to ad lib it, yeah. So they did a yeah. great job on it. And, and see, that was the kind of thing I was expecting out of the Michaels run yeah. with them. But I didn't get it because it suddenly became a sort of like a DX piss take type That's thing. That's right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Which really disappointed me because I thought Sean as a performer, whatever about anyone thinks of him and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. Sean as a performer, that could have been you. Oh, I think he and, let and, his ego the, get in the way the as way, well. But though. the way they built it up, they built it up brilliant at times with the Larry King stuff yeah. and all that kind yeah. of stuff. Yeah. And then they kind of let it down with the match because the match became a kind of a, a, a parody of itself. Yeah. I think Sean you know took I mean? the piss out of it. And, too and, much. You know, too yeah. much, I yeah. think. Yeah. And, and, and that's kind of... It, it ruins went, the match, doesn't it? Yeah. it really Sean kind of turned back to old Cause there was, immature there was, there Sean. Was, there like, was huge investment in that because what happened was you got your Hogan fans coming in, your old school and your new school, and then on the other side you had all your DX fans and Sean Michaels mm. fans. So there was a huge buy into it and a huge interest in it. Yeah. And then it just kind of like 
it just kind of didn't deliver, mm. if you like, you know. And that could have ran and ran and ran. It could have. You know what I mean? I think you had two egos there that just weren't going to Yeah, weren't gonna but then you see down. the way Rock and Hogan went. But you see, I well, think... two egos there as well, yeah. but it just... Yeah, but I think I think the Rock, when you talk about the likes of, say, Austin, uh, I think he's too headstrong. I think the Rock's a lot more flexible mm. than these guys. The Rock will put anyone over in the right situation. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I, I think right yeah. he was a businessman. But that's proper. what I'm saying to you. If we had got Hogan and Austin, it would have had to be slightly lighter. Mm. Yeah. And we wouldn't have worried about mileage on the bodies or injuries because you're not looking for too much in the actual match. You're just looking for the build-up and the psychology of it all. And then the match could be quite simple, really. Yeah. It doesn't yeah. have to be a whole lot. Like you know what I mean? Could you so, imagine the promos if it had been like Hollywood Hogan in his prime? And Austin in a show. Sure, I remember. Yeah. I remember being oh. at the Hall of Fame when Austin walked out. Remember, and he stopped and stared at Hogan at the Hall yeah. of Fame mm. and all. And that was the talk where they were going to set Little up. Things like that. And that's when they were kind of in a really good place. Yeah. You mm. know what I mean? So it could have worked really, really well. Yeah. Oh no, it's it's the things that could have been, yeah. um, and probably should have been, but unfortunately, uh, like we say, egos and timing mm. kind of get in the way. Mm. Um, There's a lot of big egos in that business. An yeah. awful lot of big egos. So that's yeah. what it is. Yeah. Um, but I guess kind of wrapping up soon, we kind of look at looking at. There's not a lot more that can be really said about the man and what he what he's what he's What's brought your to the business. Hogan match. Mine has to be. Um, <coughs> I'd I'd say Andre or Warrior. Yeah. Has to be Andre or Warrior. Mine would probably be Savage or Warrior. Savage. Mm. Or Warrior. I thought that was a, and actually and. Uh, and I was you like obviously the, rock. Yeah, I was just yeah, 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 yeah. Would be, see, it depends when people ask you what's your favorite Hogan match. There's two Hogan's. You, you're going, exactly. no, but not even that. You're going through so many time periods. Yeah, like you could break it up into blocks of five years. Yeah, pick a match in each kind of thing. You know what I mean? You could, yeah. It's like it's like, like Warrior and Hogan to me is just as special as Warrior. Or sorry, Warrior and Hogan is just as special to me as Rock and Hogan. Yeah, you know what I mean. For what maybe even Rock and Hogan could be even more special. Could be, you know what I mean. For what it brought at the time, absolutely. Yeah, I think um, I would implore anyone who's listened to this watch that Rock Hogan match again, even if you've seen it, because it's just the feeling and the atmosphere of it. How matches? What match would you have liked to see? Hogan Austin. Hogan Hogan Austin. Yeah, I would. uh, I would say Hogan and Brett as well. I would have loved to see that back in the day. But uh, yeah, Hogan and Austin would be the big. That would be the big ticket. Absolutely. Definitely. Yeah. Um. So, I suppose concluding here, this is going to be the difficult question on why we're here. Hogan, babyface or heel? Oh my god! For, I look me, at, for me, always babyface. Yeah. I think in the big grander scheme of things, yeah, you have to go face. I'm going face because as well. We've yeah, got three. I'm kind, of, yeah. I'm kind of a romantic when it comes. Yeah, to me too. Yeah. Way, so for me, it has to be. I'm face. like De Niro in uh, in Analyze This. Yeah. You know, when he watches he even the TV. Yeah. Yeah. Well. I, I, and the as older, cool and yeah. as cool as yeah. he was as a yeah. as as Hollywood Hogan, yeah, we all adored. Yeah. Hulkamania, yeah. you know, yeah. in it some like, way, it was like your heart around. being broken by your first girlfriend. Yeah, very <laughs> much so. Like, like your first you guy. You've got some weird taste in women, haven't you? Yeah. <laughs> Normally a bigger blonde patch. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, look, in wrapping up, we could. Hogan's looking well these days. Again, he's mm. he's had that ba- big surgery that had been put off. I think for years yeah. actually. Yeah. Um, he's had that. I think I, I was listening to Jim Cornette the other day. Saudi Arabia match coming up. No, I think I think there'd be more WrestleMania, but I think the way Jim Cornette said a great one that you could do it in a way where Hogan, it's not a one-on-one match. Yeah. It can be Hogan can be yeah. involved in a tag team well, I was tor- at, type I was, of match. I was at WrestleMania last year in New York, and when he came out on the stage just to make the announcement, when Hogan's music hits, mm. 
that just real, there was no real fun about it. See, it's it. timeless. The blew off that place. There's something more, something special about just, that. Damn, damn. Yeah, like, just, that's more special that than anything. Is, the place just, I've never seen it, and like, I've been to a few WrestleManias, but that one, the whole place, from the top tiers all the way down to ringside, just blew off the yeah. place. Blew off place. And he's obviously going to have a huge effect this year in WrestleMania. There's three, WrestleMania. There's, oh, yeah. there's three things yeah. with music and the importance of the music. You've yeah. been the music man oh. of the group. Um, and it's funny because I just thought of it there when you mentioned it. It's that that first little strumming of the guitar with yeah. Hogan's music, the glass breaking yeah. with Austin, if they and get, the if you smell. It's it's yeah. funny yeah. that they're the three most iconic yeah. characters in the history of wrestling, yeah. and you know yeah. we can all say that they might not be our favorite wrestlers. I mean, Brett will always be my guy, but mm. they're they're just on a different stratosphere yeah. when it comes to. But I think Hogan I think it's, it's is the most important. Yeah. I, think. I think I think when you look at wrestling, like they're all stars. Yeah. and then there's stars yeah. yeah you know there's the people that can still walk down the street and there's the people that could never walk down the street yeah yeah you yeah. know what i mean and that's 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 kind of the difference at that kind of level there's people that reach that kind of echelon you know well think of a 34 year old man going into orlando last year into a rest into hogan's beat shop yeah and rachel will tell you yeah I was like literally. Child. I was like. I didn't yeah. know what to I, do. I think any of us would have been. Where do I go like first? Got that Wonka gold ticket. Uh, uh, yeah. No holes barred. Music yeah. is playing in the in the background. I'm lady. looking at No Holes Barred yeah. on the TV screen. I'm no going. This is the. Barred. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> do you know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah, lads. I think the importance of Hogan uh, cannot be it cannot ever be understated or ever. underestimated or overstated. No. Yeah, both of them work. Yeah. Everybody. Yeah. I think everyone's right. And let's hope that we see Hogan kind of having a more. Uh, hands-on role in Wrestlemania this year I'd like to yeah, see well, uh, I think if you're a wrestling fan out there you have to there has to be some aspect of Hogan on his career that appeals to you and if it doesn't because he's covered nearly everything yeah. the full spectrum of what can happen in their heel baby face you know putting guys over doing jobs all this kind of stuff so he's he's covered everything so if like there's obviously aspects of every wrestler that you like and you don't like and stuff like yeah. that no, but like I think for him I think he's He's iconic when it comes to Yeah, and to any of the modern fans that, like, you know, try and downplay anything the Hogan one that weren't around for a period, like, you really don't have a clue what you're talking about. You know what I mean? Because the three guys here that actually lived it, and it was was bigger than anything you have now or will ever have in the future. I wore that Hulkamania shirt till literally it fell apart. Can I rip it off yourself? No, 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 no. It took me six months to get it. <laughs> oh, yeah. I was never ripping it. <laughs> well, in closing, I'm gonna I'm gonna do my best to scour eBay and look for that Hulk Hogan training kit, <laughs> the Hulk Hogan weight set. That's 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 on my oh, mecca. Packet of those vitamins that he used. Packet of the vitamins. No, no, what about the mistake he made? Not doing the grill and doing the pasta. Oh, oh well, there yeah. you go. But look, there's always a chance that we might get some of those vitamins again that he's been talking about, or some of those yeah, ice cream bars. The ice cream. And that's what uh, that's what we look forward to. Well, guys. I think it's the first episode. This has gone down pretty well. I'm happy. Cheers, yeah, great stuff. Great stuff, lads. I think um, we should ask people what their favourite matches are. Like, start a discussion yeah. and then some of our social media see what they want to do. See yeah, what they yeah. Think. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Um, and like I say, you can find us on Twitter, on Instagram, on Facebook. And, if you and we d- all monitor them, so we're all on them. We're all watching you. We're all watching and we're listening. We're all watching. Um, join the mailing list, like I said, guys. You'll get, get updates and, and promotions that you can get um, here in the shop as well, here in Wrestling Mania in Dublin's beautiful St. Stephen's Green. Um, so go to the 4 podmen at gmail.com, which is the number 4 podmen at gmail.com. Um, and that that's all for, for this month, uh Guys and gals, we 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 better get some uh, names together for next month to see who we're gonna who we're gonna talk about. 
That's what we'll, we'll do. We'll we'll chime in. We'll have a chat. We'll have a discussion. Yeah. And we'll, see where we go next. We'll, we'll post it. We'll give people a couple of options and we'll see what they want. Yeah. Uh, what across they, social media. Yeah. And see we might have our, our fourth podman next week. Or next month, sorry. Yeah. Oh, we'll have a number four here yeah. at some point. We will. Um, because there will be four. It'll be an ex- it's an, it's going to be an exciting podcast if if people like wrestling. Um, it's a different. I think it's a different podcast. Different it's vibe. A bit of fun. I think it's different than most crack. things that are out there now at the moment. And I think um, I think once we get the YouTube up and running, you'll be able to see our beautiful faces. big hairy faces and uh, and watch us do our thing as well. And hopefully, we'll have some merch madness and stuff like Ooh. that down the line for you all. And and that's it. Until then, be safe. If you can't be safe. Be good. Don't do anything. (laughs) That's all, folks.